You are listening to a podcast from Australia's best-known community radio station, 3RRR, 102.7 in Melbourne. Well, good day. Ooh. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's the afternoon here on 3RRFM. A very, very good afternoon to you, Matt Stedman. Hello, Cameron Smith. You, uh, dear listener, joined us during the mad scramble to turn all of our devices onto silent. Yes, and we're just... Um, and you've achieved 80% uh, success. 80% <laughs> success. We're just doing that now because I don't want to get in trouble with Matt. No. Even though I fed him breakfast. So yes, we've got you, a little bit of we had kudos. A delicious croissant from I shoot in the market. No, you didn't go to the market. No, no, no. Uh, the uh, the depot of pain. Oh no, the, the panda depot. No, that's a different thing. Uh, that's probably a, a whole different yeah. kettle of fish. Uh, yes. Uh, no, down there in beautiful downtown Leafy. Anyway, North Carlton. I stopped the car and grabbed a couple of croissants, and um, and we were talking about this. That hell, um, I'm a simple kind of guy. Yes. And one of my favourite things to mm-hmm. do for breakfast is just to have a little cup of coffee and a little croissant just to dip in it. And I'm you happy dip, with the world. dip away. See, I've never done this. And, and you did. This is the first time in my life I dipped croissant into coffee. And lo, it was good. And lo, it was good. Have uh, you, you would have done the Tim Tam Slam at some point in your life. I have. I, I think I've got to prefer a little croissant with coffee yes, rather than... I, same. Tim Tam Slams might have been good when I was 10. Yes, agreed. <laughs> it's know? like a whole Tim Tam is a difficult thing to fit in your mouth too. So, anyway, good to see you all well. Digression instantly. We've got a good show for you. We need to uh, look back. Yes. Over our shoulders because that's where the other studio is. If it is for me anyway. Yes. And we thank the scientists for uh, for their erudition. Vitamin D for a cold. Yes. And we should also, we should continue to look back and thank the good radiotherapy doctors. Yeah, we had a nice chat to George we before. We did. Yeah, which was, we did. Uh, what's his uh, handle? Dr. Mal? Next question. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> uh, what a show. And what a show we've got for you today. We've, um, it's, uh, it's, is it yin and yang? Yeah, I guess you could sort it of say of is. it is. Um, first of all, Cook's Day Off. Yes. Cook's Day Off in a big way. Multiply that. Go Cook's. <laughs> Got a few days off, and yes. she's pretty happy. Uh, Nikki Rima, formerly of Union Dining in uh, glorious downtown Richmond, has left the building. Yes, they and have decided to wind up Union Dining. Yeah. And um, so we're going to have a chat to Nikki about life after the Union. Yes. Yes. Uh, she'll be talking to us first, and I don't know, we might uh, have a chat to her about what's in a kitchen and also i guess Hmm. one of those things is that you know it's a weird thing if you haven't uh been in the food industry like a back of house cooking food Hmm. matt there's something weird that happens that once you start working an eight hour shift or longer if let's face it if Hmm. you if you're doing that and you start doing food food ceases to be food mm. after a while. It's just a thing that you yeah, create. Right. And, it's just another and box of onions. It's just another box. It's something that has to be processed into something else, if you know what I yes. mean. It, it loses that deliciousness sort of thing. I wonder what Nikki's been cooking when, mm-hmm. she, when you just say, you get the whole day just to plan one meal, yes. <laughs> you know, the luxury of... I'm going to do pasta. You can take some time. Yeah, anyway, we, we, we might ask her um, a little bit about that. And yep. then... Um, of course, we have got the uh, the marvellous Sam Gowing, yes. who's uh, come to us down from uh, the uh, the coast of... Uh, Northern New South Wales. Indeed. She must do. be loving the weather that Melbourne's put on for her today, because it is... Let's just be honest, not that great. Yeah, but she, she's looking amazing. She's got this velvet jacket on that is just... Um. Wow. Uh, but anyway, she's um, all about... Um, what do we eat? What's good for us? Uh, yes. Where, how do we how do we work all this out? Yes. Let's face it, it's doing our heads in. Yes. You know, um, so she might be able to elucidate some some ideas about uh, eating healthily. Maybe dispel some of these myths and this crackpottiness that can. Well, you were saying a couple of weeks ago when we spoke to Doctor Rosemary Stanton that this indeed is, this is often the time of year where you know you walk past the chemist front window or something and you see the miracle cures, supplement and, after supplement and after supplement, the detoxes and all. And, yes. and you know, is that valid or? Do you just take a different path? Do we have to have the turmeric latte? Yes. Do and, we? And is drinking lemon juice for three days straight actually going to do you any good? Now, who was it that I was looking at somewhere? Anna Webster, I think. Mm. Um, anyway, she was talking about uh, like 
turmeric latte, latte, like curried milk. You hear that? Grr. It just doesn't sound that appealing. I don't want to curry. Anyway, but, um, she'll be great <laughs> to have a chat to, and uh, we should have a, a bit of fun. And I guess we can say the third segment is really pretty much about Victoria dodging the bullet. Yes. Dodging the bullet from a climactic point of view. It's been While very, very hot elsewhere in Australia over the summer. We've had quite a mild summer. Uh, which not only has made me a little happier. I'm happy. Put my hand up. <laughs> but uh, imagine how happy you would be if you grew grapes for a living. Well, and- we're going to find out from Duncan how mm. vintage has been um, and the fact that um, Western Australia, New South Wales, the hunter, everyone's spinning spinning out. Remember <laughs> a billion years ago when there was the great banana shortage and the yes. the banana growers that actually weren't affected, they made off <laughs> they made off with a tidy little sum. Yes. I wonder if the same will uh, happen this year for Victorian grape growers. Oh, I still think that there'll be I'm I'm putting words into Duncan's mouth and and I shouldn't be doing that cuz no. he might just slap me. <laughs> um but the fact is that uh, the qu- the quantity will still be there. Yes, I think. It's just about the amount of sugar levels that jump up when when it gets really, really hot. So the yield may be lower. I wonder if there's anyone that's um, had smoke taint, which was a a thing that we had over the years. Remember King Valley? Yes. Do you remember this, folks, when we had bushfires everywhere? It was like bloody Armageddon. And you could smell the smoke in the air and the sunsets were bad. And King Valley, uh, Del Zotto, Pizzini, I think it was. Just said there's no wine this yeah. year. No wine. You can't get the smoke out of the grapes once it's in there. You cannot get the smoke. You cannot get the smoke Even out. Even if you call it some fancy name. Yes. Smoky Pinot Noir. Like, like bad supermarket cheddar. Ah, it's yeah. smoked. It's smoked. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <coughs> now, what have we got? Um, I've got a food quote for you today mm-hmm. from... Oh, he's gone now. Poor old oh. Charlie. Um, oh, Duncan just sent me a text saying he's going to slap me. Oh, matron. Um, Okay, Duncan, have a go, mate. I'll do it for you. Later on. uh, That'll be thinking drinking towards the latter part of the show. Triple R's the station. You're on 1209. I've got a quote from Charlie Trotter. Um, God bless his soul. Yes. Um, And he said, cuisine is only about making foods taste the way they are supposed to taste. And that's kind of good advice. Yes. Because I remember years... Can I give you an anecdote? Please. Thank you. You're too kind. <laughs> you indulge me. Thank you. But no, years and years ago, mm. I was... Um, well, where was I? Oh, Portsy. I was the carvery chef at the Portsy Hotel. Really? Which was kind of fun. Did you have the big tall hat? Uh, yes, which I wore very reluctantly. I always hated the tall tall bloody hat. And I, I, I could see you in the corner with the carvery and the yes. tall hat. Hello, sir. What very would you, dapper. What would you like? And I did say no to Lindsay Fox. Oh, really? Yeah, that's another story. Okay. But anyway, um, I remember I was just starting cooking and stuff like that, and, and so I had to do my roasts, um, but I had to do a soup right. every day, yes. right? And I'd take my soup to Chef Keegan. Yes. Um, and oh, I'd sort of, the soup. you know, there I'd be bowed down, yes. putting up the soup, so much soup, my soup chef is okay. <laughs> it was sort of the way I was, because yeah. I was about, you know, 19 years old. Yeah. And, like, let's say it was, say, cream of pumpkin, right? Yeah. And I go, is, is this a soup okay, chef? And he'd look at me and he'd go, yeah, it tastes like pumpkin. <laughs> and I went, and after a while I had this revelation. It's like what Charlie Trotter said. Yeah. Making foods taste the way they are supposed to taste. Yes. And I was like, wow, okay, that's, um, that's kind of cool. So thank you for that, Charlie. So there's our food quote. No saints around, which is uh, – we yeah. haven't done a saint for a while, have we? No. No, we haven't. Uh, but there's a couple things that we just wanted to mention at 12.11 yes. 11 here at 3 RFM. First of all, mm-hmm. <coughs> Sierra Nevada beer. Yes. Um, it's American. It is. It's a good American. It is, I would agree. Um, and it's some really, really tasty things. I think we only see a couple of them in yes, the bottle in shops. shops. And sometimes when you're feeling wealthy, you might buy some. Yes. It's a bit like that. Yes. Five fifty for a stubby is like, okay, Yes. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> but something amazing is happening that uh, over here, Southside, Southside mm. on uh, Carlisle Street, the local tap house. Yes, just a, down in St Kilda. A very valid place. It's I, good. I would say. If you haven't been to the local and you live nearby, I heartily recommend it. They do good uh, fried chicken there. 
Do they ever? They do. Actually, they do yeah. really, really good food there. Really simple bar, snacky stuff, yep. but it's always really, really good. But the thing is, they've got a gazillion beers on tap. Yes, and they rotate them very frequently. So mm. you get a little beer menu. And this Friday, that beer menu will be made up exclusively of... Well, it's Sierra Nevada Spectacular. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. And uh, 13. Oh, that's unlucky. A baker's dozen yes. of um, of uh, all the Sierra Nevada beers, including the Schwarz beer, the Hip Hells, the Sidecar Orange Pale. Look, it's there'll be all sorts of things, yep. you know, from the big old IPAs to the soury saisons and yep. and stuff like that. So it goes from I think noon. Mm. Um, it goes from noon till closing time, one a.m. True, we just don't stay all that time because. Actually, you'll probably be tapped it's on the a, shoulder. It's a lot of beer drinking time. Uh, and one of those things that if you want to get in the car right now, yes, uh, the Seymour Alternative Farming Expo is on. I suggest what you do is you look that up. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, I think Bushy from 3RRR, Green yeah. the Apocalypse, is going to be lurking around there. Um, small holding farming, unusual livestock breeds, fabulous foods and creative... Cr- look, there'll be... It's good stuff. stuff. It goes till about four o'clock, so I don't know if you're near there and you want to jump in the car. You still got time. Sounds good. It's about twelve fourteen. We should probably. We were just going to quickly mention um, up the top in the Collins Street there in the city. If you haven't ventured up that way for quite some time, one of our favourite little hangouts. One of our favourite Scottish um, Vietnamese restaurants. Yes. <laughs> Together at last. No, yes, good, haggis and fur, together at last. No, if you want good uh, on-point Vietnamese cuisine, Uncle have opened up their second restaurant up there in Collins Street. We mentioned it because you might it could be a little bit tricky to find if you don't know it's there. But yeah, it that's is true. There. It's worth it, worth worth searching out. It's one of those things that uh, hasn't got the the, the frontage on because you can't actually see people mm. doing stuff. But um, I think we think it's valid. And we thought we'd mention it first of all because Rennie's been on the the show. A couple of times. Yes. This is the Scott we were talking about that is in collaboration yes. um, with with Uncle. And I guess the thing that makes it kind of good is that it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You no. can actually go in there and get a bowl of a small bowl of fur yep. for I think seven ninety five. Yep. And like fifteen bucks, you can probably get a beer and um, yep. and a bowl of soup, and it's kind of good. So it's at the top end of Collins Street. Just used and recommended by by us. It's next to the Sofitel there, next to Mamacita, if you know mm. Good part of town. Yeah, it is. All right, 12.15. We really need to get a move on. Mm. We're going to talk to the chef who's on Chef's Day Off on Eat It on 3 Triple R FM. 12.16 and a little bit Mm. on a, um, well, on a Sunday where it's nice to be at home and maybe, uh, maybe just cooking up something slowly. And we're going to have a chat to Nikki Rima, who should be on the other end of the line. A very good afternoon to you, Nikki. Oh, good afternoon. Oh. I'm a very relaxed home. God, you sound so chilled out. Say that again. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it's awful, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I have. Um, I don't think I've ever heard you speak like that before. I'm in a whole new world. Yeah. I've been a slight workaholic. Holy, it's bizarre. Holy free, holy Batman. So, first of all, we should congratulate you on, on the time spent at... Uh, your wonderful restaurant, Union Dining. Um, when did the no, doors thanks. finally shut? The, the, the doors finally closed on uh, on the 5th of February to the public. Mm. Then we had to go in and do a little bit of, you know, okay, here we go, here's the hard part, here's the sad part, pack that up, oh, hold God. that up, yeah. pop that away. Memories. You know, now we do this and that. But I have to say to all chefs out there, you know, if you're facing some hard decisions in life, Mm. Just, just do them. Make that hard choice. It, it hurts. It's like a band aid. It hurts, but then you feel relief you and bring... you know that you do the right thing. You know, and we had such a lovely last month. I I'll think bet. it was about a month, and you know the tears stopped at the first week because I, I can't cry every time a lovely regular <laughs> comes up to me and says, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. like Jesus. So, oh. um, yeah, yeah. you know, we calmed down. We, you know. Clinked our glasses many times and just had a good laugh for a, month, for a month and just sort of talked about all the great things and reminisced about events. I had old staff come in to see me, some that were from overseas that really? had happened to pop in. 
Um, I had one staff member come and ask to work with us for one night because he missed us so much and Mm -hmm. wanted to say thank you. So, you know, it was a great feeling. It was a good thing. So there's this beautiful camaraderie of... um of front of house, back of house, customers, yes. the whole thing. Wow, what an emotional trip. It was, and very educational. You know, at 40, 46 years old, you can still learn something, and <laughs> it made me realise that I did the right thing, I did it the right way with Adam, who was one of my business partners, you know, so we made sure that we thought, take control, do it this way, have fun. We actually had wine suppliers saying, we're going to give you a case of wine to celebrate this, you know, so wow. I, I think if if you're in business, sometimes it's hard to let go and you've got to say, can't do this anymore, got to stop, mm. do it when you can so that you're in control, and um you can be a happier person for it. All and right. that really then reflects back towards your staff and suppliers and yeah. It was a it was a good feeling. Nikki, um, I'm it. just sort of channeling the I've got the feeling from listeners that are out there that are listening and, and they'll be sort of going thinking of themselves well, why? Uh, and Reader's Digest version or you can choose not to not to answer, but yeah, um, look, what, what, what happened? Mini version is, um, we've had lovely, we weren't on our own as business partners, there are other people involved, and uh, yes. we were looking at the lease to change, you know, we, we've done a section of a lease, and all things change, lease amounts go up, um, very rarely do they go down. And especially and, around the inner city, yeah. Yeah, and I guess we kind of went, look, and again, anyone in this industry will know, margins are small, they margins, can be small, there yeah. are very few operators who have enormous margins, you know, and they're few and far between. And I think we decided looking forward, the margins were going to get incredibly small, if not too small, and we just didn't want to put ourselves in a situation where in two years or three years' time, we would be unhappy. Wow. How how prescient of you. It was a a bit of an adult decision, you know. We We could have kept going, but it was just at a point where, no, this isn't the right long-term manoeuvre for us. And the important thing is that all of us involved in it all are still really good friends. Yeah, isn't that And great? that is another thing Gee, I think is really important. What a, what a great achievement yeah. that is. So um, what, where, where to now? Are you planning? Oh, are you just, just chilling or are you just uh, have you got plans I'm, already? I'm, I'm a little bit of a chilling person at the chilling. moment. Chilling. Well, we can feel it. <laughs> two, two months I've decided. I've blocked off the calendar and said two months. I'm having a break. Well, you're going off to and Noosa, I, I know that. Yeah, that's in May. That's a little bit yeah, of a Yeah, no, that's away. good. So, yeah, Noosa and Food also, and Wine Festival is coming up, and yeah. uh, I was having a look at the program there, and um, you're a part of that. So that's something to look forward to. Sure, is a little bit of warmth. Get away from the Melbourne cold. Yeah, hurt me but, at all. But a two-month sabbatical for sure, and then just sort of look around or what what yeah and then and then i am i you know i hate to say i'm i'm, I'm a free agent out there looking for a kitchen to call home you know that kind really? of i've had some people asking me would you like to do this or that and i guess i made the conscious decision to say look i really just want to stop for two months and and have a minute because i have been cooking for 20 plus years wow. and i've never had a break in between wow. i've literally done what all of us do, yeah, and plan that next step before you finish the last. Yeah, and yeah. And it, you know, I've had some great advice from family to say, just stop for a minute. I think you can do that for yourself every now and then. And it's scary, but I'm now, you know, wallowing in this joy of I haven't set the alarm for three days straight. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it is, it is astoundingly good feeling. You know, like I'm, it's nuts, but I've really enjoyed, it. and I'm getting sick. Eight hours sleep a night—it's crazy. <laughs> so. And you know what, Nikki? I, I was talking to to Matt, and of course, all you listeners out there too, about the fact that when you cook, even though we love eating and we love the fact of making beautiful food, that but when you're producing food, food ceases to be food, if you know what I mean. It certainly can. It certainly yes. can. And I was always one of those people who desperately never wanted to feel that way and I never have to be honest with you I've always you know anyone who's worked with me knows that I'd still be in the middle of a service and see someone cooking a crumbed pork schnitzel and it would look golden and crispy in the pan and I go oh my god that looks yum I want to eat that now Mm. and then they'd be like okay plate it up you know so okay let it go let let the child go (laughs) send it out in the world to be devoured (laughs) bye-bye but um 
Look, it does, I think, the mentality of a chef often changes whilst they're in their business. Yes. You know, because it isn't just about you and the food, it's about everything else that's going on and you have to balance that when you're a small business owner. And what I'm enjoying right now and I have for the last few days is I'm still a chef in my head so that I have planned out a week of eating because I thought I actually want to do that thing where I just stay home every night for a week and or so. And cook, you what, know. And what have you been so, cooking? Tell us, tell us what you've been been doing. Yeah, well, things like I'm going to tell you my plan for this week. My, my okay. five meals, two nights out, possibly in there. But um, roast chicken is this evening. Ooh. Made made the pesto this morning. I'm going to coat the chicken with some pesto. Uh, made some harissa this morning to make some harissa sweet potato. And I think I might do some miso and eggplant. So that's dinner tonight. Oh, that's the um, that, that lovely Japanese dish where you get the miso paste yeah. and cover the half an eggplant and fry yeah. it. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so that's dinner tonight. Tomorrow night we're going to have uh, do some cauliflower rice, I thought. You know, just keep it simple. Mm. But lots of veggies in that. I love lots of vegetables. So lots of carrots and zucchini, white zucchini and broccolini and all that kind of thing. Um, I've got a great recipe for a chicken curry I want to play around with. A chicken curry? Yeah. Mm. I haven't done curries for a while. And that's, see, you know, you know me, I'm a classic European girl with yes. all my cooking. Loves but a deal. My time off. I lo- <laughs> love <laughs> a deal. Love a good pickle. Yep. Love a good pickle, love a good deal. Um, but in my free time, I really like to, you know, pull down my old, very first Christine Manfield book or oh, wow. the very first. You know, the Thai cookbook that David Thompson wrote. The pink right, book, the I'm big pink. Going to pull That's down right. big pink, so they said. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. Scratch, you know, yes. that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm doing all of that, a lot of that. And then I've got to go classic. I've got to make some meatballs and <laughs> sugo. So that's later. In, you know, uh, going, going all Italian, so, the polpette. So all that kind of fun stuff. And in the middle of that, I had a whole box of cherries that was given to me as a gift when I finished up and thought, oh, I haven't eaten them all, so I might pickle mm. them. So okay. it's just all that fun stuff that you get to do. But I can't help it. I did list it all out, made a prep list, made an ingredients <laughs> list. Yeah, I love it. The, you uh, know, the, so, uh, oh. Yes, the, the, the critical path of a chef. It's always the thing. All right, now Matt's it's, just going, he's going nuts. He's winding me up. Um, he's being a little bit rude, actually. Sorry. No, he's not. He's oh. not. But, but I want to ask just one more question before we let you go. Yeah. And because um, you've been liberated from the past... Um, what places, just real quickly, have you been hanging out to go uh, to eat out yourself as a chef? Yes, anchovy, one of my favourites. Love to perch up there at a table and uh, have a good feed, and those girls know how to feed me. Mm. So that's that's a favourite. Um, and I've got to get back to Lapino. I love all things Marco Lori and his Italian food. Yes. His gnocchi is the best. So really? I am... Uh, Getting myself to places like that. Simple, good, and food that's tasty. That's what I love. Yeah, right. Have you been into Pastuzzo lately? I've got to get there. I've been there before in Christmas time, sort of had a quick meal there, but I want to go back oh, and just eat slowly. Good. But I'm thinking of trying to get to his event with the Food and Wine Festival. He's cooking up in, in Gippsland, or down in Gippsland. Well, say. he's just come back um, from the Garlic Festival. That, um, yeah, that was amazing, though. All those kind of things. That's that's the good thing about having these two months break. My break includes the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, so I'm going nuts there. All right. Well, look, we're um, we say congratulations on 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 having such a, a marvellous place. It was an institution, and uh, congratulations, well, leaving you. on your own terms and having the foresight to be able to sort of do that. Give our love yeah. to Adam as well, and I shall uh, do. enjoy. Just chilling out at home. <laughs> I will do my damnedest. And enjoy you. that roast chicken. Nikki, um, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Um, oh, well, you will. Okay, great. All right, Nikki Rima, uh, f- we have to say now, formally of Union Dining. Yeah. No tears, no tears. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> okay, no tears, no cry. Um, thanks for having a chat to us, Nikki. Lovely. I have to talk to you soon. Okay. 1227, 1228. Um, and uh, you know what? We just mm. thought we'd give you something that if you're rocking around the kitchen, actually, this is for you, Nikki. If you're rocking around the kitchen, this will get your hips shaking, make you feel kind of good. Yeah. I love this sort of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, 1228. We're going to be back. It's Nikki and the Gowmaster. <laughs> we're going to have the Gowmaster on yeah. after this on Triple R. And then I don't know.
Oh we're <laughs> and so then I said, hey, we can all get some sleep, huh? Sounds like a guy. It's a very long song. We thought we'd... Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's cut this out. Yeah. Uh, 12.32, 12.33 here on 3 Triple RFM, and it is my delight to welcome the queen of the tropics, <laughs> bringing in the gorgeous... Well, you didn't actually bring in the good weather, did you? Sam no. Gowing. Hello, Cam. Hello, Matt. Hello. It's been too Welcome. long. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been at least 18 months. I Cameron. know. And you brought in a friend. I've got my apprentice. This is Norman John Rowe. <laughs> I, I know. Lord. To, I have learned how to flip an egg. Really? She doesn't like co- co- eggs of any sort and doesn't <laughs> like cooking them. So I, something that I've had to uh, achieve um, certification, probably Cert 3 in egg flipping. Cert 3. Right? How do you like your eggs in the morning? Not oh, going into that line. Oh, I'm <laughs> the we are not doing that. We're not going to work blue. The no, yolk's we, on you. Yeah, the yolk. Yes, the yolk just came back. Flip back. So, Sam, do you miss me, man? Yes. <laughs> and the puns as well, of course. Yeah. Hey, the punster's back. <laughs> what you doing back here? Um, why am I here? What are you guys doing why back am I here? here? He had a show at the Palms last night. Oh, with, really? Yeah, yes. with Colin Hewitt. We sold fabulous. the joint out again. Fabulous. <laughs> and it was a great night, really great. We had the best audience we've had all year. Yeah. Which is great because it was our first show this year. <laughs> <laughs> no comparison. No comparison. It was, it was an incomparable show. But they were wonderful and a, a, la- a gorgeous lady went away with the prize of my, my own personal Maui Jim sunglasses and, and a Maui Jim towel. Really? You uh, gave up your Maui Jims? Yes, I, and now I have to go and buy another $400 pair of Mauis. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. But, those, those things don't grow on trees, you and, know. And they're such great glasses. So even... I, 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 um, but I got her out of the audience. She was, she'd arrived early for the show and she was so excited. When we were walking in just before uh, we got started to get a bit sort of set up and everything yes. and she was so excited and I, I just I had to do something for her aren't you awesome Bronwyn where are you here I am yeah, yeah, so, so tell me um, Sam do you, are you making sure the dietitian to make sure that this man's correct nutritional needs are met before he goes on to the stage well he just turned 17 he looks about 7 and behaves about 7 you so do. it's working <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying bull twang really yeah. Yeah. Bull, twang. bull twang that was one of my favourite because like, you couldn't say in you know yeah. ever yeah. In, for a shilling no you could oh. well you're looking at a million bucks thank you after thank tax you. that's right <laughs> yes after it's tax. all the good wow. food food yeah. and medicine and so, um, so it's all good what has been going on in regards to nutrition mm. and well, and and oh god i don't want to use the w word Oh, look, we're, I think we're going to lose oh, that. Goody. Could I we? I think we're losing it. I yeah, think I think it's, we should. It just, you know, I think it's losing traction and it just yeah. got diluted. And it's um, it's been diluted so heavily in the last few years because there are so many unqualified folk out there kind and, of and pushing the barrow. spurious things coming spurious. out. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not talking about the spiralizer or the spirulina either. Oh. Um, you, know, you know when something is on the way out is yeah. when corporations buy it for their... Their conferences, and I'm noticing. <laughs> yeah, that's it could right. be. It could be that's like a good when. Stuffer. And could I like the, when the macaron jumped the shark and it became available at McDonald's? You sort of go. Yeah, uh, that's right. Like well, that. it's a green smoothie at McDonald's, mm. I believe. So we know that that's happening. Well, you know, the the thing is that we get told so many things about nutrition: what we should eat, what we shouldn't eat. I remember when like olive oil was good, and then butter was bad, and then margarine was good, and then someone said it better than I did, actually. And let's do this just as a little point to talk about. Hit it. The people who told us about sunblock are the same people when I was a kid were telling me that eggs were good. So I ate a lot of eggs. <laughs> Ten years later, they said they were bad. Now, what do we like to take the eggs? <laughs> so I stopped eating eggs, and ten years later, they said they were good again. Well, now I ate twice as many eggs, and then they said they were bad. Now, well, now I'm really fucked. <laughs> then they said they're good, they're bad, they're good, the whites are good, the, the yellow, but make up your mind! <laughs> it's breakfast, I gotta eat. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There's a bit of food for thought, but that sort of it's parallels true. the whole it's, nutritional yeah, industry, doesn't it? I know. It does. See, that, it does. that, it's that really, down. that really suggests that that's all you're going to eat. And, and there's so much in the, the whole range of foods that, that we can have in Australia fresh. Uh, my story, when, when I first was introduced to Sam, mm. 
I just said to her, I was 15 years a single dad and I never bought a soft drink and I never bought a potato chip. 15 years. Wow, well done. And, and Not even a twisty roll. And even today, the thing... No, not even a twisty, <laughs> twisty roll, roll. or <laughs> and certainly not a dripping sandwich. <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, uh, the thing is that even today, when I go into, say, a supermarket of some, some sort and I choose my supermarkets very... Very uh, assiduously, yes. Oh yes. Um, and, and, I, and a supermarket is rated, in my opinion, on the on the way the the, uh, the fresh produce is presented. And the, yes, you know, and you can go into the big C or the big W or the big the big A or the or the the <laughs> IG and the A and all those other things. You the go big, into all of those Dave. things, and they vary from suburb to suburb. So you've got to go in there and just have a look. And if their fresh produce is is at least good, and I think supermarkets actually have done us a big favour Australia-wide. Really? Yeah, because I've travelled Australia since I was uh, 15. Yes. And uh, you couldn't get a, a good, you know, a good tomato in southeast Queensland at a certain time of the year. Um, but now you can get rhyme, ripe, uh, vine-ripened tomatoes almost everywhere in any of the supermarkets around Australia, in out, out in the rural areas. So the general standard of fresh produce has risen. Yeah, that's true. And I think there was one man by the name of Curtis Stone, and I'll give him a plug because he changed a particular supermarkets thinking towards their fresh produce hugely um and as much as we would all love to be eating organic Mm. it's not a always affordable for a lot of people who are just on the bread line true and b it doesn't it quite often doesn't last long enough for you to you know not everybody can go to a a place to Mm. buy this stuff every couple of days i actually agree with you on that thing sammy you want to take the ball handball and run with it well it's it's really interesting when i was doing my formal research for my masters i interviewed uh at the stage the head buyer for macro Mm. which was developed and started by Piers Cody and he sold to WW. And I interviewed a wonderful woman for my research project and she said, look, Sam, we can now take macro around Australia. We have the supply chain logistics to deliver organic and whole foods Mm. throughout Australia. Yes. And we can do it at a price point that is affordable to the consumer. And that really changed my thinking. To, to the every person. To the every person yes. because it changed my dr- thinking dramatically having been in organics for nearly 18 years, so to speak, starting here in, in Melbourne with my Don't Panic, It's Organic cooking classes. That's, that's right. Yes. You, <laughs> I can remember to cast your mind back to yeah. those decades. And couple footy seasons. Uh, that's right, couple yeah. footy seasons. And that really changed my thinking dramatically. It's like, okay, if people are starting to eat quinoa a little bit more, if they can have access to teff or a few other unusual ingredients, well, then that's the work we're What was that doing? ingredient? Teff. What's teff? What the teff? What's, what, what the teff? Teff's an Ethiopian grain. Yes. It's a tiny little kind of reddy, chocolatey brown, reddish grain. Yes. You make a teff pudding. Yeah. You can make a teff and cacao pudding if you're, you know... Want to do the superfoods thing? Right. It's kind of like a porridge. It behaves quite similarly to polenta. Yes. In that it gets a little bit sticky and a little bit um, grainy, tough. Yeah, and then it gets that shine. Yes. To it. So it's a lot of a bit of heat to to work it. So anyway, it was last year. It was last year's superfood. Anyway, we get the memo on that. I don't think we did. Sam, I've never heard of it before. Where Where do you get teff? You'll find teff now in Whole Foods packets. Yes. In in, uh, like macro and so forth. But it's around. It's around. I'm sure you'll find it. But this places, is the point in the fact that as we were speaking, I was, uh, Matt and I were having a chat before, and a couple of weeks ago we had a wonderful straight shooter, Rosemary Stanton. Oh, the best, and great. the best yeah. in the business. Tick, tick, and Absolutely. you know, constantly tick, you know? constantly tick, and Rose, Rosemary and and Margaret Fulton. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. And what did she say? Well, Rosemary just said, "Look, there's no real panacea. You know, That's right. there's there's no sort of you know superfoods, wonder foods, meh. balanced diet, fresh foods as much as you can. Try not to eat things with numbers on them. Everything in moderation. Paraphrasing, actually not paraphrasing, quotation. I love ice cream. 
meaning rosemary. Yep. But I don't eat it every day. That's right. And that's that's yeah. pretty much it's not rocket surgery. Yeah. And I think we need to simplify it and I think really the work that I now do is really focused on food and happiness. It really is because happiness is such a multifaceted, you know, desire that people want to be happy all the time and so forth. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's really about what can we do that makes us feel better longer? What can we eat? to make us feel like that, as opposed mm. to, oh, my goodness, I have to eat this, otherwise I won't fit into that, etc., etc. Et or, or goji berries will, will cure me and, and well, will, whole, you know, know, make me live until I'm 100. Myth, which is, yeah, exactly. Which bush, I, bush, I did, well, I debunked it well, in my, um, oh, my goodness, it's turning <laughs> to swear to oh, world. We're, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Yost. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry, Sammy, I beg your pardon. That's didn't mean to absolutely. work blue like that. But <laughs> it is... It's it's kind of it's kind of spurious. Norman, what would you Very, like to say? For me, yeah. uh, when I the responsibility of uh, a healthy nutrition nutritious diet for my kids came to to my you know to me to my responsibility. Yeah, I just I went back to the dentist's room when I was a kid, and they had this thing called the food pyramid up on the wall. Oh, yes. And yeah. I looked at this food pyramid and. It probably isn't too much different from what that food pyramid was in the first place. Like so, some of the bits get sort of changed around in the middle, don't minimally, they? Minimally, yeah, yeah, minimally. But but in general, you know, the the leafy greens, the dark leafy greens, and all that sort of thing, you should eat much more of because you know there's. And then when you get uh, then the grains and then the legumes and then up the top there, there's the there's the, the fats, fats, right up the top, the fats and the carbs and all that mm. sort of stuff. Now if you stick to something like that, you're well on the way, and then you can pick up the next trick, I think. <laughs> and and, I, and <laughs> Sam likes this because she she tends to say, how do you know this? <laughs> and like, I, and and I say, said, because I'm 70. Um, and knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. And the, oh. thing, the, the next thing you really need to do is, is to buy in season. That's it. Boom. And we're coming into autumn. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And, and and what should we be thinking about? What do you? Well, first of all, what do you look forward to the most? What do I look forward to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What meal? No, in, in autumn. <laughs> no, no, autumn. What are the oh. things that you're going? Oh my god, autumn's coming because we just figs. had figs. Figs. We've got figs up in southeast Queensland at the moment. What do you do with them? Oh, mate, I just eat them whole. <laughs> yeah, you fight the birds in the morning for them. Oh, I just love Bad them. Figs with finger limes together. Oh. Oh my giddy aunt, Cameron. Oh my giddy aunt. <laughs> Maybe with a little it's bit of honey and gratinated yes, yes. on them. And one of the places I'm working with in South East Queensland is a place called The Kitchens, and they have 36 beehives on site. So we have frames of honey that come down from our cooking demonstrations. Whoa. So and that's in and a shopping centre. It's in a shopping centre. Wow. It's a, what do you call it's it? A, an Epicurean. I call, I call it, it the Epicurean, Epicurean Epicentre. Oh, what it's, on, it's on the it's, Goldie. If you ever want anything. You know, the fresh meat is fabulous. The fresh veggies and fruit and veggies are fabulous. Mm. The big supermarkets have had to compete because they're right on site, uh-huh. and that's that's really good for them. Yes. You know, the whole thing is great. And what a wonderful part of the world to be residing in. But I'm just wondering from um, a point Medicinal? of view of our nutrition sure. and, our, and I'm going to use, no, I'm not sure. use a W word, but looking into autumn, what sort of food okay. should we so be thinking about? If we about? look at Chinese medicine, which is what I practice with, yes, then we look at the organs of the body that resonate with certain seasons. Yep. So we're coming and into, you're the into the season of the lungs. The heat, the... Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, so we want to have things that help to support the lung energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that help to s- disperse phlegm, which we kind of automatically know, kind of ginger, pineapple? garlic. Is pineapple a uh, expectorant? Uh, to a certain extent, certain it's extent. probably more that the enzymes are very powerful and so they can help to heal gotcha. the gut Sorry. and so Go forth. Yep. But it's more about the lung energy and the element is metal and the colour is white. So cauliflower. Yeah, Those okay. kind of foods, anything that you know has kind of little With cheese sauce. Bronchial. Yeah, well, good on you. Be you, can have, <laughs> you can have cashew cheese sauce. You know what? I actually, um, Maddie McConnell uh, put me onto um, cauliflower pieces cooked hard in the oven. So you brown it off with um, uh, things like olives and um, pecorino or something yeah, like green, that. Yeah, green. Yeah, green in oregano. there. Just divine. Yeah, yeah oregano. Maybe a little no, bit of anchovies you know what at I the love? end. What? 
Pink pine pe- nuts in two. Pink peppercorns. Well, they're just coming out now, aren't oh, they? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Cauliflower, pink peppercorns, lemon, parmesan. You that sounds what, good. You know what I discovered at the kitchens? Sichuan peppercorns. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, awesome. I, they go into everything now. Yeah, <laughs> they just go into it's everything. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, Porridge with it is not quite Porridge. where it should no, go. No, <laughs> it's just being <laughs> then provocative. It's then it's congee, isn't it? Oh dear. So um, it is autumn. We so we should be thinking about the lungs. Yeah. And breathing, you know, breathing and letting go. Yes. Like metaphysically, letting mm. go of the stuff that no longer serves you. Cleaning yes. out your pantry doesn't have to just be for spring. Done that. Good boy. Just tick. Just, just did that a while ago. <laughs> she threw out a whole bunch of old spices and yeah. things like that. Like from 1972. Yeah, old turmeric yeah. that I didn't want to make See, into a latte. Turmeric. turmeric. Yes, can we talk about you that? I have, okay, well, I have got a whole bunch of frozen fresh turmeric in my freezer. Is it valid? Yeah, what should we do absolutely. With it? Absolutely. You have 30 Grate seconds. It. Grate it. Mm-hmm. Lime juice, yep. hot water, yep. a pinch of cayenne pepper, Yep. drink. Really? Absolutely, in the morning? Absolutely. Coughs, colds, itchy holes. Okay. Fixes everything. Nice. Cameron? And the other thing that I was... Well, Matt and I were, were talking about maybe... We were doing the Julie Andrews. Yeah. Uh, you know, these are a few of my okay. favourite things. And I was just wondering, what's your favourite thing for breakfast? Oh. Healthy person? Okay. Sometimes this happens. Yeah, why? Steamed broccoli. Yeah. Or sautéed spinach, like yes. this morning. Pink peppercorns, mm. olive oil, lots of lemon juice. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Otherwise, things like kind of ocean trouty, kind of Japanese flavours. Gee, that's good. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, that goes back to uh, one of the people, nutritionists that we talked to, was saying, you know, the, one of the best things to eat for breakfast, leftovers from the night yeah, before. Yeah, bubble and squeak. Yeah, bloody hell. Absolutely. Bring it back. Gosh, it's the a Chinese delight to see it, you. The Chinese call it fried rice. <laughs> they do, Indeed. What did you say? I was just—I was just saying it's a delight to see oh, you, and the fact that you've, you've joined us. You. Are you uh, doing anything that people should know about um, yes. the, while you're here? I am. Well, I'm coming back to do it. I've got a master class in April. Master class in on April. the 30th at the South Melbourne Market at the Neff Kitchen. Oh, the new one. Yeah, yeah, it's fab. Hurry, hurry. Tickets are... How much? Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, early bird. Whack, whack. What are people going to learn? $250. They're going to learn. They get four hours of glorious power with me. Yeah, well, you. And there's only 12 of you. Yeah. And they learn all the stuff about food as medicine. Wow. Like really specific diagnostic tools. Are you going to come down to uh, I, I, depends where I'm working at the time. Yeah. I, I've got a new band called the Playboys. Yeah. With the original drummer of the Playboys, who was 75, and still crazy man, yeah. <laughs> playing really well. I've got another drummer who doesn't play drums. That's Gil Matthews from Billy Thorpe's Aztecs. <gasps> so I've got Trotter on drums. <laughs> yeah. Gil, Ma- Gil Matthews is playing guitar. Yeah. I've got Steve Kelson, who owns a music shop. And um, and we we go through a couple of hours of crazy antics and... Every single Speaking of we're in Malden next Saturday night, yeah. and every place we've ever played in the last uh, four or five years, we've sold out. Wow. It's, I don't know why. I think that people are coming and saying, "If we don't see him now, <laughs> you know, he may go the he way of all the other all the other lead singers <laughs> that have been sort of trotting <laughs> off the coil." Well, I don't know what sort of food that Sam's been feeding you, but wow, you look you look good for it. So you you could see Normie Rowe and uh, and the drummer who watched Billy kill the fish. <laughs> we could say <laughs> all, all those years ago. Um, oh, it's a delight. We're we're, um, we're going to have a chat to a winemaker in a sec, Duncan Buchanan, who's uh, yes. on top of the track. Sit tight, Duncan. Speak. Sit tight, Duncan. We're coming for you, buddy. Wow, what a pleasure it was to see you. Yes. Just one little plug. Yeah. We're going to go and have Another a look. Another one? It's some mates. <laughs> Jeez, you're good. No, not for me. Oh, no. Some mates this afternoon in uh, Nicky Bob in Nicholson Street at the Royal Oak. Yeah. Uh, Sam C. Glyn Mason, and who has been joined recently by Lindsay Field. And I, I, if you don't go and see this show, you're going to miss. You're an idiot. Yeah, you're going to miss. Silly as a wheel. These guys wheel. are. Silly as a wheel. <laughs> what? Who writes them, hey? Oh, that's good. Sam, smooches, hugs. Okay, thanks for having us. What a great thing to have you on on the studio. I've just got the healing feeling. Um, You can give that away, Cam. Or I might just keep it myself because it's probably too good. That old chestnut. That old chestnut. Bring Uh, it a prize. (laughs) All right. It's pandemonium here, but we're going to get back onto a smooth keel. (laughs) Talk to Duncan. I don't think so. (laughs) 12.52, triple R. 
What sort of drink you want? What sort of drink you want? Make it a double. Alright, somebody got to sing. Let's drink. Wow, that was amazing. That was unexpected. Anyway, wow. But from on top of the tractor, making pronouncements, saying you must work harder. Stomp on those grapes, you people. Duncan Buchanan, a very good afternoon. Cam Smith and Matt Stedman, how are you guys? Oh, I say live and breathe. We talk to you. <laughs> live and breathe. Um, we, I'm Bloody sorry. Cold, Cam. We just had, a, a, well, we had Sam, who's a star, yes. but an unexpected. Normie Rowe was just, just bro- sitting Normie there. Normie Rowing, just unannounced, <laughs> as you do. <clears throat> anyway. Hmm. I, was, I, was, I was listening. I'm like, you know what? If I get a chance to say, say three words today, I'm doing well. Yes. Pandemonium. Yeah, no, you, you've, uh, you've done well. And also it was interesting saying that uh, Normie Rowe was saying Curtis Stone was his hero. Um, but, uh, mm. our, and Yost Baker, we've got, um, we've got money to put into the swear, the jar, swear jar there. It's filling up that swear jar, so. I guess, but if, uh, talking to you, Duncan, we can say that Victoria yeah. has dodged the bullet, hasn't it? Well, oh, really? You don't go saying those things out loud before we've picked great. Oh, we've do- okay. dodged the bullet <laughs> so far, Cameron. Oh, so we've dodged far. the bullet so far. Touch yeah. wood, touch and, cranium. And if, and if if anything goes tits up from here on through, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> so is everyone. Oh, good. Okay, so it'll be a public crucifixion <laughs> for Cameron Smith in the city square. Come to no, Fed Square death by, and... Death by a thousand cuts. Oh, death by a thousand cuts of, um, okay, yeah. beaten to death by, uh, by prunings. What's happening yeah. in vintage to 2017? Well, I mean, you are right. There's been a, a fair bit of horrible weather around the country. Like, there's been a lot of rain in WA. Margaret River has been spared. That They had a lot of rain in uh, January, but they had a bit of warm weather after that. So they're happily picking away now. Mm. Fairly happy with what they've got. But we've seen what's happened in New South Wales, and that's been, you know, that, that heat spell has just been horrendous. But we have... Hunter Valley, right, we have sweltering. Been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that'd be done and dusted by now. I haven't heard too many reports from those guys. But you're right. We're doing okay here. It's a, And this is more what you would call a typical season for us. I it's mean, getting back to normal, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know. There's a, what's normal, Cameron? What is normal? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> begs the question. Yes, exactly. I sit, as I sit cross-legged in the lotus position. But the... Um, <laughs> yes. The... Uh, it is... Um, I mean, the variety that we have down here really enjoy that cool uh, sort of slow ripening period. And we've had that, you know. They're, we haven't had those sweltering summer temperatures. Um, but it is, and we're only a couple of weeks away from the end of summer, but we know we can still get those, you know. Mm. So, um, but I think we're, we had that really crap spring. It was wet and it was windy. Yes. And it really wasn't all that warm. And that's, that will affect your fruit set. And, so that, affi- and that affects your yields. And you were talking about you were getting all sort of chickeny on a hen and chicken. Hen and chicken, yeah, you're exactly right. And that, that was all sort of going to get to. If you have these, if you have a slightly, if you have wet, windy conditions during flowering, which is you know early uh, towards the end of uh, the year, mm. you won't get you won't get the fruits. So you end up with big and small berries on the one bunch, and um, that can have. And we've got there's a lot of that around. Everyone I've spoken to is like, yeah, hen and chicken, hen and chicken. So that can that will affect your yield significantly because you've got the same size bunch, but you just don't have quite as many berries on there. So we can say that maybe the yield will be down somewhat overall in the yeah. state. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. De- they definitely are. They de- I know that. I know that's what I've seen from around here. So I'm chatting with the very lo- the very lovely Matt Harrop, the uh, the wonderful bearded lady that is Matt Harrop. Um, <laughs> Early on, and he was so he's he's really happy with what's going on up around Masson, but he's seeing a bit of hen and chicken around there too. So, but look, yields will be down because you just don't have that. Um, you don't have have the the amount of fruit on each bunch, I suppose. But and the other implication that you can the other implication that it can have is that it can hen and chicken can lead to slightly uh, you get unripe berries in the bunch, so you can't they can. Um, Acid is slightly up. Greener, greener, slightly greener flavours in your wines. Yep. So some people who do a lot of whole bunch uh, fermentation, where they leave the grapes on the bunches, you know, I know that I'll be thinking about maybe pulling back a bit on that because you can it can become overly herbaceous. 
And we're going to see uh, up in the north uh, where the sun has been shining, there's uh, the problems with the sugar levels, yeah? There's just to... Yeah, they, they can start to skyrocket, but a lot of those really warm places will be done dusted by now. The river only probably well and truly through us. And, um, so it's just a matter of just praying that the, um, the, yeah, we don't get too much of that intense heat. I'm, I'm quietly optimistic about what we're going to see come in from 2017. And as a lot of people have said that, I mean, we're almost... Yeah, we were well into it by this stage last year. Yes, you well, you were pretty 15, much finished. Like? You, you, were, you were pretty yeah. much done. So uh, we've yeah. got about 30 seconds left, Duncan. Uh, what's still, yeah. What have you brought in and what's still out there? Uh, I haven't picked a thing, so everything's Wow, you haven't started. No, no. We're wow. Just, just that, we're, yeah, we've only just netted. Wow. Well, I'm on an day last week. It was great. <laughs> He's back from whittling sticks, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's good. Hey, Duncan, always a pleasure. We need to get you in the studio once uh, the dust settles. Sooner rather than later, Cam. I'm well into that. All right. Well, look, um, good luck with vintage. I've touched wood that um, we keep it all uh, all nice. Yeah, and if it goes tits up, remember, it's your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> Public hanging in the square. We'll see you later, Duncan. Love you guys back. Matt, you've got something before we leave? We're running late, but we do have a giveaway uh, from our good friends down there. You would have heard an announcement before them earlier in the show. Uh, Preston's local brewery and bar, Tallboy and Moose. Tallboy and Moose. Which does sound a little bit like a commercial a radio. Yeah, it's a breakfast show. It does. Coming anyway, to you on Nova. Tallboy and Moose. Yeah. Tallboy and Moose. Um, they do lots of excellent stuff in there, including tasting paddles. And if you give us a ring right now, 938881027. Yes, well, yes. If you get it wrong, you get spanked. It's like, yes. <laughs> and you also get a paddle of beer. Oh, good. Um, so we've got a giveaway for a couple of tasting paddles for two at Tallboy and Moose. Give us a ring. We're supposed to ask a question. I couldn't think of one, so just give us a ring. And uh, we will pick you at random. You must be a subscriber. Sounds like a great idea. And for our other guests, uh, Nikki Remo, great to have a chat to yes. you. And also Sam going in. My God, and Normie Road. Road just wandered in. We had Normie Road. Did you get a photo? I did. Oh, wow. It's on Twitter already. Coming oh. up next, Sunday lunch from Studio 3, just to keep things interesting. And we're talking about the waterways yeah. in Melbourne. Should be fun. And take it away, guys. Oh, way up in Studio 3. <laughs> we wave to them. Hello, you guys. All right, take it away. See you next week. You've been listening to a podcast from Australia's best-known community radio station, 3RRR, 102.7 in Melbourne. For more podcasts, information about upcoming events and our live stream, please visit our website at rrr.org.au.